Welcome to TV Talk, the podcast about television, over at thewordprint.com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Workprints Harley Talk, Episode 5. I'm your host, Christian, and with me again is the lovely Rob. Thank you very much. That's my name. Don't wear it out. Yeah, and today we'll be talking about uh, Batman's Back, man. Yes, That's I love that. I love that title. Literally the episode title. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, very spoilery, obviously. There's no way to avoid that in this case. Yeah, there's case. no way to avoid it. It's the and- fifth episode in the second season. Yeah, and if you're listening, you know that we're going to just recap the episode and shoot the shit. So mm-hmm. this is what you should come to expect. Uh, yeah, all right. So let's just let's dive into it, Rob. Let's dive do you want to take it. over? Yeah. Okay. So what first of all, this is this episode is, uh, is one of a kind to me, and it starts out with the very first scene because it's. I mean, the rest of the show's meta in a sense. It's been compared to Deadpool ish, Deadpool esque. Yeah. Um, I compare it to Deadpool all the time. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, it actually gets even more meta. It gets double double meta, I suppose you could say, because it opens with two fanboys actually <laughs> talking about the series that we're watching. It's part of the actual cartoon, which I thought was okay. Am I did Charlie Kaufman write this? This is kind of like <laughs> all right. I, I'm 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 fucking with it, and I love the fact. That each they they made it it clear as a bell that these people were fanboys. You had the one which I would consider, even though it didn't really kind of look like it, but he had a full beard. So those are considered uh, in colloquialism, in nerd colloquialism or parlance, uh, neck beards. Neck beard. I like that you called them that because that's what I, my head went there as well. Exactly, uh, because they are misogynistic. Uh, they were all hating, even though they're basically hating on the very thing that they, that they love. I'm going to say, and this is going to be very controversial, but I'll just put it out there. They're like Philadelphia uh, fans. They hate what they love. <laughs> oh, that's a very specific reference. I dig it. It there. is. Yeah. Uh, that's about as close as I get to sports. But um, oh, yeah, I will. I will. <laughs> I will defend the other friend. The other friend wasn't hating as much as just Nick. No, Nick was very angry. No, but it, they both had all, like the first one. I the moment I saw his shirt, I'm like, all right, this is going there. What did the uh, shirt say? Uh, the neckbeard sh- guy's shirt said, "Release the Snyder Cut." Oh God. Which is, I think, kind of a deep cut if you're a DC fan, mm-hmm. because. There's been this whole thing going around, uh, love it or hate it, uh, of the like the di- actual director's cut of the Justice League. Yeah, and uh, like it's been floating about the inter- interwebs for I don't even know how long. Uh, three years, at, I believe. Yeah, or two for, years. For like two. quite a while. Yeah. And there's like it's divisive because a lot of people are like, "Ah, fuck, that doesn't exist." Like you're out of your gourd, and like the super fans. Like the super fans are like, it does exist. So yeah. he would be one of those super fans. Yeah. And then the other guy, his not so hating friend, uh, had a shirt that says, Last Jedi is not canon. <laughs> Which I'm like, <laughs> of course. both great visual visual sight gags. Mm-hmm. So they decided, um, you know what? Because uh, the one friend is hating on like the Harley Quinn series. He's like, eh, it's all the same. It's like, uh, 
like down with the pat- patriarchy and everything like that and super feminist mm-hmm. and All the guy's like i don't know like this next episode deals with batman and the guy's like all right let's fine let's check it out so they dive you right into the episode proper and yeah. so just from the title itself in my mind i'm like is this going to be an episode based around batman i i that's kind of cool i've been waiting for batman little do yeah. we know that um yeah, Batman's what in a coma? He just yeah, he was in the. Coma. We saw an episode, uh, I think one, the end of episode one. Mm-hmm. He was in a coma. Yep, and uh, we didn't know what was going to happen. And this is very much the answer to that question. Uh, yeah, he mm-hmm. he wakes up from the coma, and then and then what happens? First of all, I I have a term for this type of Batman because you never see a Bruce with like long hair and he, sometimes you would see him with a beard but you never see him long hair with a beard so i th- my term for him now like this hot bruce of sorts is grizzled but chiseled <laughs> that's what i that's what I, my name will be for him from here on out grizzled dude but i chiseled. like it grizzled but chiseled brucey yes. the grizzled the chiseled yeah grizzled <laughs> but chiseled i like that too yeah. and so yeah. he thinks like oh gotham is all good because he goes to his window and apparently I guess uh, Alfred had put on like a little ruse. It's just a piece of cardboard. And then Bruce <laughs> sees the reality of Gotham as it is right now. Yeah. It's... And I got, I just jumping in real quick. Um, I got to mm-hmm. say that's such a beautiful scene because it's a sight gag that only works in animation. You can't yeah. do that in real life. It no. very much only works like, and looks realistic in like a cardboard cutout. Everything's painted by hand. Yeah. Oh, is... hardly. Yeah, because if they did that in real life, it just it just wouldn't it would the gag wouldn't land. Yeah, it wouldn't really work. Yeah. Um, very true. But uh, yeah, Bruce sees the blighted land, and his Batman instincts kick in, and he wants <laughs> to save the city. But Alfred mm-hmm. is like, "No, you need to convalesce, stay in." And it, as he's saying that, which is another kind of sight gag that really only works in cartoons, because if it were real life. It just would be kind of depressing. As Alfred is saying that, and as ba- uh, Bruce wants to sort of get up uh, to his uh, to his bat suit and just get up and out, uh, he's just crawling along the floor. As he's saying, like, no, I can do it. I can do it. And Alfred just peacefully says, just Master Bruce, stay down. Like, just go, <laughs> go back to bed. Great Alfred impression, by the way. <laughs> I, yeah, I try. I'm, I'm available I... for scab work, people. Just letting you know. <laughs> I can't do accents. For a screenwriter, I'm the worst at accents. And I'm my not friends great. know this. I, yeah. as, a, as a screenwriter, sometimes, like, I try to, because I'm sure you do too, like, just as a small sidebar, like, I have to read out my lines. I can't just read them out in my head. I have to actually read them out loud. Same. And it doesn't yeah. matter, like, whether it's an accent or not, just because you want to know the rhythm of what they say. Absolutely. Uh, but but my, my English accent is very, cheerio, pip, pip, I don't know where my ahs are. <laughs> And it's like, what that? What was that? Like, literally, I'm not joking, audience. Yeah, that, that is Bert, British Bert from uh, Mary Poppins ish. But um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So obviously, Jim Gordon talking to Bruce. Bruce uh, is just listening, and Jim's like losing his shit. Mm-hmm. And granted, good old Jim, he's still grizzled, and he's still really having a hard time. No longer talking about his wife, mm-hmm. but he's like. We need Batman. Everything's going to shit. And what am I really? One of the cute jokes. I don't know if you remember what. Uh, just as as a state of affairs, what Gordon says to Bruce to exemplify what's happening. 
mm-hmm. has to do with a dog. He's, a he dog. says, uh, I saw a dog kill a man, then do other things to him. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's a pretty bad Gotham if if we're going that route. Um, but Interesting basi- catch. Yeah, basically what uh, Jim Gordon's like reason for being there is is because he wants Bruce, still doesn't know that he's Batman, uh, he wants him to bankroll his endeavors. He's like, we need this and this and this, and we can only take back the city if we mm-hmm. have this, and you got fat pockets. You're not going anywhere. So, and obviously uh, Bruce flat out says no. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think he just wants to get back to being Batman. He does. And the, the funny is, I love that you brought this up because I wrote it in the article, too, that everyone, if you can check it out, read it uh, when it comes out this Friday or today, because I forgot this podcast airs with it. Um, he also he requests for specific things. He requests for tanks because we remembered from, I think, last yeah. season. Oh, yeah. He's you a know thing what? I didn't tanks. even catch that. I forgot oh, yeah. about here's that. The, here's my favorite Easter egg. Uh, or what's I forget the term for it, but it's like where you set up the joke and then you call, call back. A call back, call yeah. Back to later in the episode. He asks for a very bizarre thing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. He asks for a cock rocket. Yes. <laughs> a, mm-hmm. Some sort of device that goes on your cock mm-hmm. and fires a rocket. Completely obscene, 100% unnecessary. Bruce is very much like, why? Why do you need any of this? Yeah. Why and it's important necessary? because it sets up for a gag later yep. where oh, yeah. Batman eventually sets himself up mm-hmm. with a uh, cock rocket. Yes. <laughs> So, Not to mention uh, the cock rocket. Anyway, go yeah. ahead. <laughs> no, that, that, I love that. That's actually my favorite joke in the entire thing. That just awesome. made me laugh out loud, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So um, basically, the another funny joke is uh, Gordon's been showing Bruce kind of like the vigilantes that are in his stead. Uh, the ones that are trying to take back Gotham because Batman's not there. Uh, and so one of them was this dude called Macaroni. Because yeah. this, he looks like hilarious. But yes. he kicks ass, apparently. <laughs> and the reason that he's called Macaroni because he looks kind of like he's a Yankee Doodle. He's literally a dandy. He's a dandy. Yeah, a Yankee Doodle dandy. <laughs> Stuck a feather in his cap and called it Macaroni or something like that. Yeah, like, that's uh, literally the callback. Or yeah. The yeah. And I'm like, all right. He he definitely looked like a character at Adventure Brothers, like completely. Or the tech. 100%. Yeah. Or the tech. Uh, but then the other one, uh, which had Bruce very concerned, was a newcomer named Batgirl. Now, the audience probably knows who Batgirl is for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Bruce doesn't know. Or Bruce, I believe, knows who she is. And, and if he doesn't, at the very least, he's a little miffed about the fact that she's donning the bat, uh, the actual bat uh, symbol. Which mm-hmm. is funny because they keep calling it a logo, and he's like, "It's not a logo; it's a symbol." The symbol, which mm-hmm. is a, like a very good callback to all the times in any sort of media that Bruce has been like, "The bat is a symbol." So uh, he's kind of pissed, and he's like, "You know what? I've had enough." So eventually, he'll confront Batgirl, but. Now we're on to Two-Face and Bane, who are the two la- two big villains left. And they want to take down Harley. Because yeah. they know that Harley sort of uh, took down uh, Mr. Freeze. And she took down a couple of other people. And, and they're like, you know what? She's a mayfly. Like, 
we don't need her in our life. But the thing is that even though Bane wants to work together with Mister uh, with Two Face, Two Face would be like, nah. And there's another good callback joke uh, when it comes to the folding chair. I think may- maybe back <laughs> in season one. Oh no, no uh, it's the season. The season is this season. Yeah, yeah. That uh, Bane gets a folding chair, and I feel so bad for Bane. You would mm-hmm. think that he would get more respect because he's a bigger dude, <laughs> but no, no, he's still sort of like the the laughing stock of the remaining villains, which is just the two of them. Yeah, basically the two of them, and so obviously that's that. Now we go back to uh, Batgirl causing havoc, and I think Bruce also hates the fact that she's on social media. Which is so anti-Batman. I mean, Batman's that that fear in the night. You never see him coming. Yeah. Like John Cena. But, (laughs) yeah. Uh, But the thing is that, um, yeah, Batman confronts her. He's back Mm -hmm. in his bat suit. uh, And she, like, fangirls out completely. Yeah. But he's not really having it or anything like that. But what she does do, which puts him on blast, is she live streams him his cameo right there which obviously he hates but it gives the city hope mm-hmm. that's and that's I, the, I, I oh no, absolutely and then um a, a, a big thing that i love about batgirl and her um social media posting and the the, the um sharing that batman's back um it's very much a callback to the batgirl of burnside comics I don't oh, know if okay. you've read them or a lot of people have, but I, I've heard of them. Yeah, they came out in like twenty somewhere between twenty twelve, twenty fourteen, and in this version of Batgirl, she's kind of a social media celebrity kind of mm-hmm. influencer almost. Oh, um, okay, and it's it's very campy, but it still held some of the darker elements of of that you know DC mm-hmm. universe, and I I totally uh, loved it. Uh, reading, I think the first trade paperback. Oh, nice. uh, not even that long ago. And um, you can kind of see that they're very much basing a lot of Barbara Gordon on this iteration of like the yeah. happy-go-lucky but still like dark brooding that that universe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I, I know that there's mention. been like enough iterations. And I remember I, I didn't read uh, – what is it called? Batman? A Bad Girl of Burnside. Bad Girl of Burnside. Yeah. Um, but I do remember seeing like years and years and years ago, probably when it first came out, the new design of Batgirl, because I know that that hit the um, hit the trades and everything like that. And I'm like, that's a pretty cool iteration that like, that looks more kind of like a lively version of Batgirl, because Batgirl usually has darker colors and stuff like that, for the most part, not mm-hmm. as brooding as Batman. But this one seemed almost like to me, like an anime version of her a little yeah. bit. Yeah, and I'm like, I dig that. I I, I kind of thought, even though I haven't read them, uh, I thought at least at that point, oh, they're going to breathe some new life into uh, some of these characters. Was that yeah. New Fifty Two though, or was that before New Fifty Two? Uh, I want to say that was New Fifty Two because that's when okay. they revamped all the images and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Because I know like DC is like one of those things they like to revamp. Like now, mm-hmm. I think they have something called it. I mistook it for the actual cell phone network, but they have something called G5 that's coming out, I believe. Oh, is that's, it a reset again or a reboot? It's supposed to be an, another reset, yeah. Uh, because the weird thing is uh, just, again, like really quick side note, but pertinent to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I read an article a little while ago that was saying that um, D, uh, 
like I think they said, um, uh, if G five uh, fails, then DC uh, says it's closing its doors or something. And when I just first read the headline, I'm like, wait a minute, are they linked to some weird? cell phone company or something because it just <laughs> so happens that g5 is coming out now that g5 is like gaining ground in terms of cell phone companies so it's a very confusing name yeah uh but then i learned after reading g5 is just the new name like because a lot of people didn't like new 52 or a lot of people were kind of with certain storylines they had um an abject reaction to it so, yeah, but New Fifty Two has been out now for a while. It's, it's been, been out for a while, almost a yeah. decade, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who? Yeah, who knows? D- it, it's DC. They'll they'll keep revamping. Well, to be honest, it was kind of expected. They get every, yeah. I, yeah. I love comics, but they do do this now all the time. It's like every decade they'll mm-hmm. do a reset. And yeah. ours is this one's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, but with now putting Batman on blast. The whole city gains hope, uh, so much so that it's exemplified. Two-Face tries to hit, like, hit up a bank, tries to get another <laughs> score. Yeah. And though he shoots the teller, uh, doesn't kill her, but uh, everybody stands up to him because they're like, Batman's back, we're not scared of you. And you could see kind of like a little crack in his voice. You hear a little crack in his voice. He's like, Batman's back? So then he goes back to fucking Bane. He's like, <laughs> Bane, my old buddy, my old pal. Uh, you know what? And this is like a funny sight gag, too. It's just for a brief moment. But he like just shows Bane one of the big seats at the table. And, and it, like yeah. you have like the, 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 the hot light right on it. And yeah. it's kind of like Bane's almost he's almost tears in his eyes. Yeah, it's totally. like, Bane, could I get you a cold beverage? And yeah. the funny thing is, like, I didn't think that, personally, I didn't think that Two-Face would, I mean, not every villain's scared of Batman, but I didn't think that he was scared as he is to actually want to team up with Bane. <laughs> but who knows? I mean, it could be like I mean, Batman's back and he's better than ever. That's true. And, like, when you look back at the Batman stories... As, like it's weird, uh, and it, I wish Basam was here for this one because he would love to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But looking back at all the Batman versus villain arcs yeah. over the years, Bane very much a menacing threat. Oh, Joker yeah. very much a menacing threat. Riddler even recent uh, iterations of the Batman movies. Not going to spoil which ones, but mm-hmm. uh, they're available on DC Universe if you want to check them out. Uh, hint, hint, the, the ones with Damian Wayne. Uh, yeah also a menacing threat uh basically everyone's had their time in the shine uh mm-hmm. or sunlight or spotlight i should say to be I like, batman. I like time in the shine that's yeah time the <laughs> thank you uh batman's uh to have a really good batman versus this particular person one-off arc or even yeah. big arc thing two-face never has two-face has never been that big of a menacing threat to bruce if anything there have been storylines where you know harvey dent was uh, bruce's friend um, yeah. But he's never had a, yeah. a huge arc uh, with Batman. At least I don't think there's anything off the top of my head. I'm probably no, wrong. The only thing Comic I, nerds, please argue. <laughs> the only thing I could think of, like, that I just comes to memory right now with Two-Face is just the long Halloween, and uh, which I loved, uh, yeah. and, like, the like the Batman games. Two-Face had slightly more of a presence in them. But th- those are the only two things that really come to mind right now. And I know that, like, uh, The Dark Knight went at least a little bit on the long Halloween and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I digress. There's one funny joke in this that I did like when they were talking about like they were um, doing like this little news report and they're like uh, like throngs of people have set to the streets uh, and are like praising Batman's comeback. And so one goth girl comes up in front of the camera and she's like, Batman's back. I'm going to live forever. And then a pedicab. A pedicab hits and kills her, and immediately, like, you had to almost have paused it because it ran by, like, really, really quickly. I, I don't know yeah. if it was on the ticker or if it was on just the the, the news line changed, uh, like, the uh, the graphic had changed, but it said something to the effect of, like, pedicab killer strikes again. Brilliant. I, I, it's stuff yeah. like that that makes me love this series. Mm-hmm. Like, the little nuances that if you went to rewatch, you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But basically, uh, Batman's still kind of... Well, Bruce, technically, after making his appearance as Batman, he still is in shitty shape. That's the thing. Uh, yeah. And he's pleading with Alfred. And this is like a grown-ass man that's pleading with... So it's kind of like you almost see him, even though he's a grown-ass man and he's Batman, but now he's still Bruce, uh, he's kind of pleading with Alfred mm-hmm. so that he can get like back to work. And the funny joke with that one is because uh, he's like he wears slippers now because he can't get on his socks. And Alfred's like, OK, if you can get on your socks, then you could do you could do what you need to do. And so what does Bruce do? He has like one of those he uh, has one of those like a uh, stick reach grab thing. Yeah, he's a reach grab. Yeah. And uh, yeah. You know, like, oh, man, Bruce is not fit anywhere to become Batman. He's just going to get himself killed, man. Basically. I love the line to Alfred's like, if you can't put your socky walkies and your toesy oh, yeah. walkies, you <laughs> yeah. can't. It's, he's just being a condescending parent. And it he makes is. sense because he's his parent, technically. So He, he yeah. is. And it's one of those like rarefied instances too, which I think is priceless, where like throughout like a little bit of it, Bruce takes a tone with Alfred, kind of like a petulant little kid or a petulant mm-hmm. teenager. Because Bruce usually is so, like, well, calm and composed, uh, as is Batman. But this isn't your tip. I mean, technically, this isn't your typical DC universe story. I mean, yeah. people actually have senses of humor in this. And uh, as much as I love, like, the straight-laced, like, take-no-shit Batman, Batman of, like, the all the universes and stuff like that, which is kind of, like, pretty much... Batman occasionally does in any event have a sense of humor occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, like you could clearly see that uh, he's more human, uh, uh, which makes him, I think more relatable because to me it's hard to, and I think that's what we love about Batman because he's kind of like, even though uh, he's almost like a, a demigod of sorts where he's human, we know he's human, but he's something that we could never, ever strive to be. He's just that badass. Yeah. So to make him vulnerable, I think is brilliant. I think is yeah. so, so awesome. Uh, so after that, uh, we see that Batman kind of, kind of uh, goes and sneaks around Alfred's back and he employs the help of who else but Lucius. Yes. Good old it took me Lucius. a second to remember. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Lucius actually uh, makes him a suit that looks pretty badass. It does. Uh, and it's, it's funny because it's a suit that only can cater to a crippled Batman. Now, in Kingdom Come, 
we see that uh, if you've ever read Kingdom Come, which is probably one of my favorite stories of all time, we see basically a Batman broken completely. And the only way he could actually move is through an exoskeleton mm-hmm. uh, that he's uh, designed for himself. Uh, but he's old anyway, so that's really he's no longer truly Batman. He's just Bruce Wayne. Uh, but in this case, Lucius makes him a weird, weird outfit. Do you want to explain kind of like how this out- outfit works? Um, it's kind. Of, it's I know what you're going to say too. It's it's very much the Iron Man suit, yes. except it has a uh, Monica as its uh, AI. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is that is that a callback to one of uh, yeah, Fox's yeah. Uh, girlfriends or or wife or something? Um, I'm not. It could be, could be, because it it sounded like that the way he was describing it. He's like, yeah, so much better, Monica. And I'm like, who? Who is yeah. Monica? And it, I guess it didn't matter. It was just the AI. Something like but, that. Uh, it, but yeah. Because Iron Man like, gave all his AIs different women's names as well. Yes. So I'm like, all right. So basically, Alfred finds out. He lugs the suit up to his room. Takes it away from his little child that is Bruce. Yeah. And Bruce sneaks <laughs> into his room like a little kid. Mm-hmm. And basically... Uh, takes the suit away from him but I thought that he was just going to drag it out at first and uh, like put it on like painfully put it on or something like that I didn't really know how it worked per se but then the moment that the different pieces started working uh, in concert to fit Batman I'm like oh no don't tell me they're making an Iron Man suit for Batman are they crossing the streams right now yep and, and it, it put on exactly like an Iron Man suit piece by piece until the mask was the last part. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, first of all, I'm like, okay. So they got that Iron Man part down. There was a trifecta. Uh, mm-hmm. They got that Iron Man part down. Are they going to do like the rocket boots? They did the rocket boots. Yeah, they did. I'm like, okay. <laughs> they did the rocket boots. They did the like the self-application uh, through AI. And so they immediately go into his mask, and it is like a spitting image of Tony Stark in his mask, like complete with like the circle around the eye mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I'm like, they went whole hog. They just went, they went ham on this. And I knew that they were doing it on purpose. It just was weird because Batman, you only see one way. Yeah. Even though technically they're very similar. When you think about it, they're both. Rich. I mean, yeah, they're both Playboy billionaires. Yeah. yeah, they're both extremely intelligent. They both get all the women's. They both get all the women's. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I, I, I'll deal with this. But the I mainly was like on board because the suit looked really badass. It did. It reminded me of Batman Beyond, although it didn't look like that in terms of design. But it just the way yeah. that it, the mechanics worked made me go, I kind of wish they'd make a Batman Beyond movie. That's the entire place my brain was during that yeah. scene or that longer than a scene it was several scenes but yeah yeah but uh basically what happens is uh he goes to thwart two faces goons mm-hmm. uh he does but then bane shows up and then bane yeah. shows up and gets thrown into a rage because batman looks at the billboard that two face put up apparently their branding is now two faces mm-hmm. even though but- technically it's just two face two face with uh a silhouette, a shadow of his face. He's like, well, mm-hmm. that's two faces. And B- Batman's like, technically that would be three faces. 
No, you're clearly working for Two Face, or Two Two Face is running this show, so and that made Bane very angry. Very I mean, angry. even when he pitched the uh, when Two Face pitched the original idea of Two Faces, he was like Bane was like, "Rory, that's my Bane impression," and he would just point towards the shadow. Yeah, and like I I mentioned that because that's very essential to the character joke in this episode. They kept calling back to Bane's obsession with darkness and pits and being a creature of hell. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. get into it towards the the back end, but mm-hmm. I just needed to mention that. But yeah, yeah. Uh, but this sends Bane into a rage, and he fucks Batman up. Yeah, like seriously. I mean, even with the help of the suit, the suit couldn't even help him. So even much... with the help of the cock rocket, we finally yeah. see the cock rocket. In yes, action. that's the thing. <laughs> well, he tries to like his his coup de gras, or supposed to be coup de gras, is like the cod piece turns into a, the cock rocket. I'm like, yes, yes, you've done it. You've done it, show. At, but basically fucks him up, fucks his legs up. So yeah. he basically has nowhere to go. Uh, Batman is strung up uh, over a fire. He's basically over a barrel with no lube, so to speak. But to his rescue <laughs> yeah. comes Macaroni and Batgirl. Batgirl. Woo. And she kicked so, ass. Yes. Like a little bit of kicking ass we get to see. Well, mm-hmm. a couple scenes, but this one in particular, yeah. yeah. And the big spoiler to the, the big reveal to this, I'll let you take it away. The big reveal is that the macaroni is is just Alfred. Yes, <laughs> it's just Alfred. And I guess and, it makes sense because the, the the wig is gigantic, and there's a is. million gadgets inside. And yeah. it's like, who else has a million gadgets except the Batman family or the Bruce? Yeah, no, that's family. true. The, that yeah. that is very true. And I like I like how Alfred um, is kind of like I got to do my part too. Because yeah. Alfred's always, especially within the Gotham series, because they kind of call back a little bit to the Gotham series of, yeah. at the very beginning or the very end of it, but we'll get to that in a second. Uh, the fact that Alfred is an actual badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did serve in like the royal, uh, the royal army or the royal navy or something navy. like that. Okay. Uh, so he's pretty badass. After that, they rescue Batman, bring him back. Uh, Bane goes after Two-Face, but he's calmed down. Two-Face really knows how to manipulate him, but mm-hmm. good. And uh, so he gives Bane, he tricks Bane, because Bane's kind of like a gullible, uh, I'm going to call him like a lapdog almost, which, again, <laughs> they make him out to be. Okay, uh, so I was just like, going to call him what it is, which is an idiot. I love Bane, well, yeah, but he's he, very he, he, belovedly he, stupid in this series. Yeah, he's like a Labrador, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like big, but like easily convinced. Uh, yeah. He just wants to please. But um, Two-Face kind of has the whole thing of like, you know what? Yes, I want you still, I want us to work together, but I think you need more room to grow. I think you need more room to, to think. Like you need your own lair. So what does he give him? It gives him a fucking pit in the earth. Yes, a giant hole. A giant hole. And he, I think he likes it, too. He loves it. No, no, it's yeah, worse he than loves that. It. He loves it. He's like, this is everything I've ever wanted. And I'm yeah. like, Bane, it's yeah. a fucking hole yeah. in the crowd. Yeah. Bane, be better, please. Be better. <laughs> but it's uh, it's great, though, because like, the, the, the reason that that joke works so much is because the entire episode, there's so many callbacks to... You know, I am mm. from the pits of hell yeah, and yeah, the yeah. shadow, and it's just so many references that uh, into that, into that like 
you know, that's where he lived and grew up type situation, uh, especially with Dark Knight Rises, that that whole pit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. like, I didn't see it coming until that scene where it's like, of course, he would give him the pit because that's what he's obsessed over. He likes being the the Dark Knight's shadow. And that's kind of poetic, too. It is. I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah. Uh, So then we end this uh, episode for the most part with um, we see Batman on the roof. Gordon is ecstatic to see his friend back. But Batman's in a different position now. He's in the seated position. Uh, he's pretty bedraggled. He could don the uniform, but he's like, I, I can't work with you right now. I just, I, I, I need a little bit of time. I'm not able to work, but I'm going to leave the mantle off to somebody else. Batgirl. And it's funny because uh, Gordon doesn't know that it's his daughter, but he's like, oh, man, come on. And... I think Bat- Batman and Bruce both see like this verve in Batgirl and he trusts her with that. Mm-hmm. He trusts her actually being that sort of guardian of the night, which I think is awesome because that goes back to the whole girl power uh, theme of this entire series. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to leave it to Batman. We, 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 we could take it. We got this, yeah. which I think is very empowering. I wholeheartedly agree. And I love I loved everything about that scene. And so at the very end, we end this. It goes back into the meta uh, scene, the meta universe. Yeah. And the one dude, uh, the one with the, 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 the Star Wars shirt, he's like, I actually kind of liked it. So, you know, he's like one of those <laughs> nerds that is willing to give a shot. He's not he's not one of the toxic ones. Yeah. He might hang out with the toxic one. But he's not. He's willing to give everything its fair shake. And uh, he's like, eh. He's like, all right. And then they do a really good meta joke. And he's like, okay, so when's the next one? And they and they see it's in seven days. <laughs> and, and the neckbeard gets really pissed. And he's like, oh, I hate the structure of the DC universe and everything like that. So it's like they're making fun of themselves, which I think is great. Yeah, uh, totally and, agree. And so he ends on the joke. Uh, it frustratingly, he says, "You know, let's just torrent some hentai." And because <laughs> that's like, what neckbeards do. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> God damn, that's so on brand. That's like, wow, that's like a chef kiss right there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, I don't know if you wanted to add anything else. Uh, no, I think this. you did a great job recapping, and that's pretty much the episode. Everyone like yeah. seen by seen, yeah. and it's hilarious. I, 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 me personally, I love this one. It's in my mm-hmm. top three easily uh, for this season. I, yeah. I'm not comparing it to last season because yeah. I have to check each one individually. That's too much work. Um, but yeah, <laughs> this one was really funny. I like that it was a side episode, and I like that we explored not only Bruce and his weird relationship in this, uh, but Bane as well. Um, mm-hmm. So loved it. Yeah, I, I like really simply want to say that um, I give a shout out to Brianna. I guess uh, Kaylee Cuoco has a sister because it says it credits Brianna Cuoco as Batgirl. So oh, I, snap. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I, yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, Andy Daly, whom I love. He's Two-Face. I think he's really good. Yes. Um, James Adomian, whom I love. He's a great, if you guys don't know him, just check him out. He's a phenomenal voice actor. Uh, he's Bane. And he does really, really good voice acting, too. He's like more of an impressionist. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And Phil Lamar as Lucius. Obviously, you have oh, yeah. Christopher, Christopher Maloney as a, a, a James Gordon. And you have, uh, what's his face, um, Diedrich Bader as Batman. So, so 
I I love that you looked up the cast because as I was tag I was trying to do tags for this article, I have a question and I can't find the answer at all on the internet. But who plays Alfred? Hmm. I if anybody Alfred. could find out on the podcast or listening to this podcast, feel free to uh, comment. Because yeah, feel free to comment. I can't I, find it anywhere, and like I get both the press assets and the yeah. internets, and I can't find it. I'm assuming after Friday. It'll be known, but for now, like, yeah, I can't find who, who plays uh, him. The I mean, weird I think thing he's is been... you might have to uh, – because what I do – I didn't go into the press assets. I just go mm -hmm. onto um, the credits when they actually roll, and I, I pause them. Oh, duh. I don't know why to think of that. Okay, yeah, good. good, it's, good yeah, because yeah. yeah. I tried to IMDB this, but um, for this particular episode, I couldn't just get – It doesn't update. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I usually just go to the credits, and then when it hits, like, the, the actual cast, then I, I pause it. No, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Thanks, man. Because uh, even for this episode, for some reason, the assets aren't showing up, so I need to email – send emails out and scavenge for images for this article, basically. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, uh, the love, joys this, of love this things. show. Um, yeah, and I, I'm good. I would highly suggest, again, anybody who hasn't checked this season out yet, or even the first season, do yourself a service. It's it's good. It's good stuff. Yeah. And uh, I think, if I remember correctly, they're releasing it uh, beyond just the DCU or DC oh, Universe. I, it's, hope so. uh, I think it's going to be on sci fi, if I remember correctly. Let me just double check. Yes, uh, in May. Uh, which is literally yes. uh, this Friday. Uh, Harley Quinn season one will be available on Sci-Fi. Nice. Yeah. So. Nice. And season two, obviously on DC Universe. Please check yeah. out both because they're both. It's just a dope show. Oh, and the the fact that like now that it's going to become more widespread, we have way more people to talk about it. Yeah, right. and more people will hopefully tune in and be like, "Hey, yeah." Dope. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I I am good. I think we're good. Oh, oh. <laughs> before we go, um, yes. uh, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. And then you mm -hmm. can find us on theworkprint.com, where Rob yes. and I both write a lot of content. Uh, for me, uh, XN underscore Angelus on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Christian Angelus. Uh, I'm sorry, XN Angelus .com and Christian Angelus on Facebook. Rob, do you want to pl plug or promote your uh, handle? Yeah. Thing? Uh, also, I do another podcast on Spotify called After the Credits, where we talk about everything under the sun, but mainly uh, just TV and movies, just arts and culture stuff. Um, on Facebook, I am at Salvador Dalling, so I have to spell that out. It's S-A-L-V-A-D-O-R-D-A-H-L-I-N-G, like Salvador Dalling. Mm -hmm. uh, but um, I'm also at Instagram. It's uh, Prehensile Fail. And on Twitter, I am at writer wronged, uh, write to writer as in like pen, somebody who pens uh, underscore wronged. They're all stupid puns, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. And what I'm writing for now on the work prints is for what we do in the shadows. I am recapping that, nice. uh, which is a great show. It's a show anybody can catch uh, now on FX. It's on every Wednesdays. Super fun show if you guys haven't seen it. Um, and you could also, if you have on demand and stuff, catch like repeats and stuff like that. So it's a good time. We yeah, need definitely. We definitely. Yeah, especially need now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And All that's right. it, I guess. All right. I will see you again next week. Woo. <laughs> Batman. Okay. <laughs> have a good day. <laughs>